Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And we are here today to talk to you just a little bit about something that we are all getting used to every year around this time, and that is open enrollment, and maybe give you some tips on what we think you can do to capitalize on this open enrollment period and make sure that your potential patients know that you accept their insurance. So, Corey, why don't we just give a little bit of background here on open enrollment in case our practice managers don't know what we're talking about. Sure. So, you guys are most likely aware of what open enrollment enrollment is, but obviously that's the time when people can buy new health insurance through their work or other methods, including healthcare.gov or some of those state-run exchanges, depending on where you're listening to us. Uh, The 2018 period runs from Thursday, November 1st through Saturday, December 15th. And if patients don't act or do anything by December 15th, they have to go through some special enrollment period to actually go ahead and get that coverage. You may remember that the period used to be quite a bit longer, but it was actually um, the Trump administration shortened that. So it it ends on December 15th rather than um, through January like it used to be. Um, And it is not as top of mind for a lot of patients as it used to be because before the Trump administration, um, they actually spent quite a bit on advertising just to let people know basically saying, hey, go enroll somewhere. Uh, And I I just looked up this stat and it said that the advertising budget was reduced by 90% this last year from 100 million down to 10 million. Absolutely. And I think open enrollment is an opportunity to reach potential patients where your competitors down the street are not necessarily going to be thinking about this as a marketing opportunity. And so why this may not on the surface appear like something that we would talk talk about typically in this podcast because we're very marketing focused, there are some real marketing opportunities when it comes to um, marketing in terms of, you know, what level of insurance or what type of insurance your potential patients have. And that goes even further than open enrollment and goes into targeting, you know, specifically using digital campaigns, being able to target specific employers that maybe, you know, accept certain types of insurance that you also accept. So I think there's some real opportunities when it comes to open enrollment and there's some tried and true ways out there to do it. Yeah, definitely. And, and I would say too, that, um, you know, even if you don't want to get into the specifics of, you know, marketing to uh, a certain carrier or something like that. We know that this is a time where people are going to be switching. So it may make sense just to have some general marketing sort of ramp up to say like, Hey, we're this practice down the street. We have great results and we'd love to have you as a patient. You know, it, it might make sense just to have some sort of marketing focus during this time because you know that people are going to be looking. Absolutely. So let's, let's go over a couple of tried and true ways that, um, that, you know, practices out there might be able to go after this potential patient. I think, you know, first and foremost, probably a letter to your current patients just to make sure that they know um, what plans that you're on and what you're accepting. And maybe even I would go further and say not just your current patients, but maybe some patients who have dropped 
over the last handful of three, four, five years and, you know, revisiting those patients to give them an update from your practice. Absolutely. The best patient is the one that you've already got. So it, it certainly makes sense to reach back out to them. And like you said, if, if you can run through your uh, EHR system and see uh, for whatever reason, if patients stop coming, you should be able to kind of pull a list and then send them a letter as well. Um, and I think traditional advertising is, is very effective here, um, through, whether that's print, TV, radio, just sort of getting, again, that awareness out because people are going to start to have these conversations in the workplace and at home. So it makes sense for you to kind of put a focus there. So, Corey, what about digital? I mean, we've had some success in digital campaigns over the year related to open enrollment and to really targeting and micro-targeting certain employers that take types of insurance. So what are your suggestions here? Yeah, so when you're going to talk about a digital strategy, remember that it's more than just Facebook. So, yes, I think social certainly plays a role, but we've had experience in seeing that Google ads do really well uh, in, in this particular arena because... Again, people are looking for an office close to them that accepts their insurance. So they're gonna be typing and searching queries that say um, you know, general practice or family practice near me, Blue Cross, something to that effect. And so you can target them based on location, but then you can also target based on keyword. And so people that are searching for that on something like a Google Ads, they are going to, um, they're, they're wanting to take an action. They're looking for a provider that is close and that will accept their insurance so they can switch, get this done, and move on to something else in their life. Is it possible to do like um, negative keywords on for this type of thing on Google where you know like somebody's searching for Blue Cross Blue Shield specifically and then you are trying to pop up against certain insurances? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can, there's a couple of different kind of loopholes and things that you can do to, to really sort of maximize your spend. Um, if you're going to be doing this yourself, then I would say probably don't worry about that too much and just sort of worry about the, the basic stuff where, you know, you come up with a list of 10 to 15 things that you know people are going to be searching for. You set your geographic area, you know, you probably want to 15, 20 miles around your office uh, and then sort of go for that let it run for a couple of days and and sort of analyze and measure and adjust from there because the open enrollment period is so small that you don't want to kind of set it and forget it because then you're going to miss out on some opportunities. Absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, we talk about digital campaigns all the time and it's something we're in each and every day. Do you have any examples of some campaigns that we've done, um, you know, that could be a learning experience or a jumping off point for some of these practices? Yeah, so um, we've done some stuff on, on Facebook and Google ads that have worked really well. Uh, last year we did something for a uh, family practice that we work for. Uh, they, there's a, a big employer that they wanted to target. Um, the, the employer was now accepting a new type of plan, so we put together some ads and some uh, Google AdWords at that time, they switched to Google ads. Um, that really targeted that particular employer to say, hey, we are now a part of your insurance network. So if you want to switch, now is the time and here's why. So when you say targeted a specific employer, how yes. do you target that specific employer? Yeah, so if you're on Facebook, if you're running a campaign that way, 
then you can actually, if the employer is large enough, then you can uh, target employees of that particular company. So that's not going to work for everybody. But if you're, you know, if you're in an area where you know that uh, you have some uh, an employer that has over a couple hundred uh, employees, that would work. Yeah, and sidebar on that one, we have um, a couple really competitive practices who have actually tossed around the idea of buying ads for em- to go to serve to employees of their competitors so that they can screw with them a little bit in the head. <laughs> certain <laughs> certain uh, ones. Yeah, yeah. It's al- it's always done in good fun. Different podcast, different day. Right? Different day, absolutely. <laughs> did we uh, do um? We did some. You know, not insurance necessarily, but very targeted ads that kind of went after certain geographic areas and certain um, demographics for our fertility client, didn't we? Yeah. So we're actually um, we're still running that one. It's for uh, it's for a fertility client, and it is LGBTQ focused. And again, because we know that people are going to be looking at this time of year, uh, and and sometimes uh, certain insurances will have fertility as part of their coverage. Um, so we put that campaign together and it's done really, really well for them. And just some general kind of tips and things to be aware of if you're going to set this up for the first time. It may seem kind of daunting, but once you're in there, it's, it's not super complex at the top level. So just remember that um, you want to geolocate wherever you are. So let's say we're talking about Facebook. So you probably want you know 15 miles around the office, maybe a little bit less depending on how much population there actually is there. You can also target your ideal patient. So for example, you could say, I want to show this ad to females that have kids that are 35 to 55 within 15 miles and they're interested in fitness. So that's your ideal patient. You can reach them through Facebook. And a a tip that, um, that I would give is stock images are great if you got them. But you try to make it personal. You you know use photos from your office, or better yet, have a video of your physician or a testimonial from patients talking about results. We always like to lead uh, patient forward and say that's what really differentiates you. So if you have some of those, now is the time to use them and put some dollars behind it. Awesome. Any other um, any other kind of practical advice when it comes to open enrollment? I would say as you're getting ready to put this campaign together, just make it memorable and simple. You want to keep it personal, relevant, and highlight that when the patient leaves the office, they're going to be happy, they're going to feel better, and that, that's really a good rule of thumb, I think, for any advertising or marketing that you're doing. Yeah, I think so, and I think, um, you know, finally, you know, open enrollment, just like holidays, just like, you know, certain certain months that are healthcare focused months, they give you an opportunity to go in and do some real micro-targeting or run some marketing campaigns that you typically wouldn't and test the waters on maybe some new things that you've been wanting to try, but you know, you might need an excuse to do them. And so, you know, sometimes it's like when you have an event and the most important part is inviting people to the party, you know, it's the same type of thing in marketing. You don't want to just do the same old, same old every single day. And so open enrollment provides us once again, it's um, an opportunity to try out what we're doing. And I can tell you right now, your competitor down the street is not paying attention unless they're listening to the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Court. And we'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks guys. 
Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders. Doctor's Orders.